0: Hey there, friends, and welcome to Living Life with Wendy, the podcast that's all about personal development, mindset, leadership, and business growth, but like in a totally relatable and casual way. I'm Wendy, your host and personal development guru. Well, at least that's what my friends call me. And in each episode, I'll be chatting with experts in the field, sharing my own experiences, and giving you tips and strategies for success that you can actually use in your everyday life. So whether you're looking to improve yourself, climb the corporate ladder, start your own business, or get out of your own way, we've got you covered. So grab a seat, put your feet up, and let's chat about how to live your best life together. I just want to welcome my new guest, Matt Williams. Uh, Matt and I have a background. I was his coach. He was my client. Um, And uh, through that connection, I wanted to have him on my podcast today because he's going to tell you all about his coaching journey, uh, what he got out of coaching and why it's important to hire a coach. Um, But first and foremost, I would love for Matt to introduce himself and tell my listeners, a little bit about yourself, Matt.
1: Hey, Wendy, thank you for, uh, thanks for inviting me on. It's, um, it's great to, to speak to you and um, yeah, and be able to, to share this, I think, with people. It's, it's really important, you know, because for me, um, kind of jumping ahead a bit, a little bit, I'm sorry, but for me, it's one of those where it was so transformative. That's why I wanted to come on and tell people about it. And I didn't expect it to be quite as, um, Quite as life-changing as it has been right so um so yeah so it, that's um i was a bit of a skeptic i think maybe at first is the, probably the right thing to say right but um so yeah since since we started working together it's it's been a massive change not just for me but for my family as well which is really important um but yeah my my background i suppose i um in the uk as you can probably tell from the accent and um we i was a pilot and a flying instructor in the air force um, at the very top of my game for a long time. So kind of used to being in that environment of high achievers and, you know, working very hard and, and getting, reaping the rewards really of of putting that time and effort and energy in. And um, I had an accident, a flying accident um, while I was instructing one time and um, ended up breaking my neck and, uh, and being medically discharged from the Air Force. So um, lost that kind of career that I'd had. Since I was 18, I joined. I was one of the first pilots in the Air Force to join as a direct entry pilot, so straight in from, um, from kind of high school. You used to have to do university and get a degree, and, and they did a trial with us and put us through. Um, so we hit the, I hit the front line really young and became the youngest helicopter instructor in the Air Force. And like I say, you know, high, high flying, right? Going on to do test pilot stuff and fast jet stuff and kind of cut down in my prime. And um, I was lost for a long time, if I'm honest um but we you know had a young family at the time um just got married when the accident happened and um first baby was on the way so kind of had to drag ourselves you know turn it around you know you haven't got a choice when you get to that stage right and um we built a business that then went on to become the biggest of its kind in the UK and the biggest of its kind in Europe Um so again managed to achieve quite a lot but wasn't wasn't happy still hadn't found me if that makes sense and and hadn't and i wasn't sure of kind of the reasons i was doing it all and i was just doing it and it grew very quickly because we built a great reputation and yeah and um and then i I got to the point where i ended up getting for me i suppose the only way i can describe it it, because it's not something i'd ever experienced before was i thought of it at the time as being quite depressed um but actually i think it was more Looking back from the work we've done, it was actually probably more about being lost and not being clear on where I was and, and needing to just get that, get that kind of bit of me back so that I could set some goals properly, be held accountable, learn about myself and move forward. So, yeah, it was a very interesting journey from kind of peak performance, you know, high flyer, literally and figuratively, and then, um, yeah, losing my way building something incredible but still you know it's funny you look at people and think oh they're so successful they've got everything and they're doing really well but you never quite know what's going on in the background and um yeah and that's what that's what we unpicked right
0: well and that's so interesting that you said that matt because it is a very common reason why a lot of the clients come to coaching is because they are lacking clarity or they are feeling lost like direction list. I was the same when I started working with my coach as well. It's kind of like, I like to paint the picture of, it's like you're at a crossroads and you really don't know what to choose. And so that can be a real catalyst for seeking help, right? Because you can read a lot of self-help books and you can do, listen to a lot of podcasts, but at the end of the day, sometimes you just need that partner to guide you through and help you along the way. So tell us a little bit more about that, because I think you said something really interesting that in working with a coach, right, that's where you realized it wasn't maybe depression. It was more of lack of clarity and you needed some guidance along the way. Yeah,
1: that's it. I mean, I'd, um, you know, it, uh, I think since I was, quite young really uh, in a position of responsibility and authority and power um, you know did a lot of instructing over the years which actually has a lot of parallels to the the coaching side of things I've found throughout our journey and um, you know actually when you're teaching someone to fly like I was um, it's not just uh, I didn't have them at the basic stage so I didn't have students and teach them to fly I taught them how to use the aircraft as a platform for doing whatever it was that we were going on to do and and how to think differently, um, in terms of, you know, the aircraft effectively has to become an extension of you and it has to become second nature to fly. You are now using your brain, not your hands and feet to actually do something with the airplane. And, um, and, and yeah, without knowing about it, going through that process and working with different personality types and different people all the time different levels of ability different amount levels of capacity meant that um yeah there there were there were a lot of parallels in that in that training and um and i think that for me i i automatically assumed that i because i've been in that world well i can read the books i can listen to the tapes i can watch the youtube and i'll be okay because i get it right i personal development is um you know i've done a, i've spent my entire life learning and teaching and but it's not until i think you get into dealing talking through it with someone else um you know you can like you say read the books and learn as much as you want but it's not as effective I, I wasted i wasted years of my time basically i would say um you know i wish we'd done what we did over the the three months as it was at the time, six years ago. And I hadn't spent that time trying to hunt for someone or something to latch on to to give me that clarity and give me that momentum. And um, yeah, it, you know, it was a big deal, right? Like it's it, f- for me, it was a big investment of time and money to come and do that. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, it wasn't long ago that we finished that first round in the grand scheme of things. And, uh, i mean we've already gone on from what we've done to to yeah that investment is all, is insignificant now in terms of the extra productivity and drive and direction that it's given me
0: yeah and you know i think it's important for people to hear what you said because you said you were successful well you still are successful to be quite honest matt but <laughs> like it wasn't because of lack of success there was just something missing right so tell the listeners really through the coaching journey, what were your biggest insights on yourself and biggest takeaways, learning successes? Because um, if people don't know my training or my coaching framework is 12 to 16 weeks. And so you're talking about three to four months of transformation. For you personally, so I would love for you to share those key takeaways, those key, you know, wins for you, so that people can understand the power of the framework.
1: Yeah, I think if I'm honest, it, the whole the piece as a whole was so um, was so powerful because it all works together, right? It's a contiguous piece, and it's not just. It, it feels very much when you're going through it from my perspective and because I, uh, you know, I did my very best to throw myself into it completely and do all the homework and do all the, you know, the reflection and things like that, that, um, that the me a year or two before would never have done. Right. Because I'm like, Oh yeah, this is, this is, this isn't going to work. And actually know if you commit to it, it does. And um, yeah, I think the biggest things for me were understanding more about what's driving me. Because we identified that very early on, and, um, and and actually once once that fell into place, and actually I got over the, I suppose the barriers and the ego that that you put up that actually underpin what it is that you're trying to achieve. Once you realise what you're doing it for, the kind of the reason you're getting up every day and you want to make this work, and you know, and all of a sudden then everything else falls into line. You know, your procrastination disappears because you're like, no, I know what why I need to do this today and tomorrow and the day after and the day after, because I'm fighting for this thing. And that is my primary focus. And I'd never thought about it at that base level before. I'd always just thought, yeah, I'm trying to bring in some money to pay the bills and, you know, to, to earn a wage and, um, and to be able to do what we want to do, go on the holiday or, you know, buy the bigger house or buy the nicer car. And, and actually it's way, way more kind of basic and fundamental and um yeah intrinsic than that
0: yeah and i love that you're sharing that right and i think you know if we can get personal i think it's vulnerability that really gave you the success as a client and like you said you threw yourself in and you did the work because a coach can only take you so far right you got to be willing to put in the work too and you got to be ready and uh that's why I love the connection we made, Matt. And I said that the whole time, right? Like I felt that it was palpable in you of how much you wanted to like throw yourself in. Even with you being skeptical, like you shared, right? Yeah. You were willing to, just to go, okay, screw it. I'm just gonna go, I'm gonna go feet first. I'm gonna get everything, squeeze every last drop out of this juice, right? Yeah. And um, And look what happened. And I think, you know, if I can, um, share the last time we spoke when Nat came on the phone, your wife, she said, not only have you made a difference for Matt, but you made a difference for everyone in the family. And that has resonated with me ever since I heard that. And that was like a month ago. So yeah. how has how have you changed so much that it's impacted the loved ones in your life? Right. I'd love for you to share that.
1: Yeah, that's it. I think um the big one sorry just looping back to what you just said like the the being ready for it um was a massive one for me and um and uh, and you know i talked to you about this on our journey together and um don't mind sharing it now like a year year and a half before i wouldn't have considered the coaching journey at all i don't think i i thought i was in a good place and i didn't think that it could make as much any difference let alone the difference it did. i was like what a waste of money and time right speaking to someone and and it couldn't it genuinely couldn't have been further from the truth and um yeah and i think that in turn i was at that place it was like no i've got to i've got to do this and try and find myself and make a difference and and actually it was interesting right because the thing we picked up on was the family thread and, and wanted to provide for them that was fundamentally what's driving me every single day and night and weekend um and um and yeah and because i committed to it and you know one of the the big things that we talked about on the way through was starting to do things that make you comfortable with being uncomfortable and things that push you slightly outside your comfort zone and and if you don't make a change if you don't try and do something if you're thinking about it then nothing's going to change right like it all stays the same and if you're happy with that awesome if not if you want to make a change then you've got to make the change. You've got to make steps towards it at least. And, um, and by doing that and rather than just sitting there and being like, yeah, yeah, whatever, Um, you know, and I think, and and thinking about making the changes or thinking about for us moving to Canada as a family, right? Because that's what we've always dreamt of doing. And, um, and it's like, actually, do you know what? No, you've got to, you've got to make these changes. And that was, I think for me personally, with the type of personality that I am and, success i guess that i've had over the years because of the hard work i've put in the big thing for me wasn't just the going through the processes that we went through and going through the training that we went through it was knowing that i was gonna come back to you the following week at the same time and you were going to push me on the new thing that we were learning and talking about but also holding me accountable to have i done it or not and actually you know if you don't do it if you don't commit if you don't throw yourself in if you don't then follow through it's a waste of everyone's time and, and money right ultimately so I was like nah, we're gonna we're gonna have this and um yeah and we just implemented everything you know trust in the systems trust in trust in the experience of the person that's coaching you and um, you know you find your own way right that's what coaching kind of is all about it's about finding it yourself not necessarily and being guided and facilitated to that realization um but there's so much knowledge and understanding mm-hmm. and power in the frameworks and the experience that someone like yourself has that it can be totally transformative if you're receptive to it and and willing to willing to put your, your heart and your mind and, and and your body sometimes on the line right to, uh...
0: absolutely and you know you made a great point Um, And I think it's important to people to hear like the framework is what it is. And I trust that process implicitly because what I have experienced as a coach is that each client is very unique in what they take away from that, right? Because your goals are different. Your personalities are different. um, And I think that is what makes a great coach too, right? That person who recognizes That not everybody is you, Matt, that's for sure. So I don't have every client who, you know, is so dedicated to doing the homework or pushing forward through action, but you're right. My job is to recognize that and go, you know what? I hear what you're saying, but like, that's, is that what you want really? (laughs) Right. Is that really how you want to show up for yourself or your family or whatever that connection, whatever that thread is for that client? because that is the game changer for people. And people, I believe, want to work with a coach because they are wanting direction. They do want accountability. They do want a push, but they don't want to be told what to do. They want to discover what their path is and the coach's job is just to sort of go, okay, this is what you want. I'm just going to remind you, right? Yep. I'm your reminder. I'm like your Jiminy Cricket. And I'm going to say, okay, but you said you wanted to do this. What's holding you back? And we remove those obstacles or excuses or whatever you want to call them, right? For that client so that they can get what they desire. And that's really, a. I think it's a really interesting dance.
1: Yeah, you know? definitely. For sure, and I think one of the big things that I didn't expect, and and one of the things that I found was that by me flexing and pushing myself outside my comfort zone by committing to the process so hard, that also meant that you kind of committed to the process hard as well, and um and and in that way I felt as though you know because I prepared for our sessions and and kind of thought about what was probably going to come up and and all that sort of stuff, and that meant that I could then maximize the the kind of your experience and your knowledge and, and our time together yeah. rather than just it being an hour of you know an hour of conversation and getting told this is what I'm going to do. And it was like, no, this is this is both of us working together to to achieve the best.
0: You know yeah, best outcome possible. And you definitely did show up, Matt. I think I've said that to you multiple times even in our sessions. You came prepared to do the work. So you know again, let's go back to um really your experiences and what are what were the biggest changes for you like I know that you you know we got some momentum in the goals that you wanted to achieve for sure but I think it was more in, more I guess I'll say I think it was deeper than that for you um through the coaching process and I see that in a lot of my clients it's not just getting stuff done because you could go to anybody and just you know what did you do last week how are you feeling <laughs> what are you going to commit to that's not how that process works with me so i've been really interesting on the deep dive right what really changed for you psychologically emotionally like all of the deep stuff
1: yeah everything um it, it's it's really <laughs> that's it easy i'm done um no the um it <sighs> It was a fundamental change in my understanding of me and my drivers, and um you know even I think when I started, and one of the reasons I was skeptical, and it probably is the same for lots of people I don't know because i've not you know I've not dealt with those many people in this situation, but it's one of those where I came in expecting to like all right, I need to be more productive and procrastinate less and get more done and make more money and be more successful. I need to be able to do more with my time and actually. Th- those things are there the tools are there that and we and we got to that position right like the amount of work that i have generated but also at the same time taking my boys swimming every weekend and you know i take them to school every day now and pick them up every day from school and we we play for an hour you know together before i make us all dinner and then i go back and do some work once they're asleep and and that that change has been massive it's been it's been monumental because realizing why you're doing things like, you're working hard to earn the money to do what? Like, to provide for your family. But actually, yeah, the whole providing for your family is, it, for me, that was one of the driving factors. And yeah, getting that, getting that dri- dialed in then means that you are more productive and able to do more in the time you have. Because actually, I suppose one of the biggest realizations we had was like, um, I was doing so much all the time but it wasn't necessarily making progress towards where I wanted to be. It was actually taking me away from the things that I love and enjoy and, you know, dive into. So I think for me, yeah, it's way more than that expecting. I expected to come in and get X, Y, and Z, but actually we went two or three layers deeper than that, I think. And, um, and changed how I communicate with my wife. Like we have a great relationship and we've always, you know, my ride or die as we, as we said, right. Um, Um, And we've always felt as though we've communicated really well and we understand each other. And but actually, you know, there were a couple of sessions where you and I talked about a few different things. And it was like, crikey. Yeah. And I went away and was vulnerable with my wife and talked about those kind of things with her. and, And it resonated with both of us. So now even our relationship is so much stronger than it was, you know, to the point that we're now we're moving right like yeah yeah
0: (laughs) I mean it's exciting that was one of our connections too but you did before we move on to that it was so interesting you said that and you haven't talked about it but I remember that session where it was about how do you have fun just have fun right because that was lacking and that was part of one of our sessions is how do you recharge how do you spend time just like for you and that was a big change for you too I believe
1: Huge, yeah. I mean, so it was one of those things that kind of penny drop moment, right? Where, like, oh man, yeah, that's a really, I'd never even thought about that. Like, I do nothing for myself, I do all I do is for everybody else. No wonder I'm feeling burnt out, right? And, um, but without, and it sounds so almost simplistic, like to people who are listening or you and I having this conversation now, it's like, well, yeah, of course you've got to go and do stuff for yourself, right? Like, we don't go on I don't want holidays, I don't, you know, and you think. I was doing everything every like all of my days from waking up to going to sleep were about trying to be productive but actually most of it was sat around not achieving a lot spinning my wheels because I didn't know where I was going or why or what I was trying to achieve and yeah and and a big part of that now like my um my wife and I, I remember saying this to you at the time like I feel really daft saying this right a grown man um but like I enjoy playing Call of Duty and my wife really enjoys playing Call of Duty. Like that was uh, so we've both got I've bought us both an Xbox now. We've got an Xbox in each room. We put a little headsets on when the kids go to sleep and we sit in um in different rooms weirdly in the house, but we play on the Xbox together and chat away for an hour and and we do that every night now and it's amazing. It's just like we do that and then we go to bed and watch telly and stuff and uh, and crash. But yeah, it's um it's little things like that and realizing those things that make a huge amount of difference because our relationship is stronger and that mm-hmm. means i can get more done right
0: yes so it's kind of, absolutely and i yeah. mean that's that's why i wanted to bring that up because i think as high producers right people who want to achieve more and are very focused they forget that stuff they forget to have fun and when you're not recharging or having fun you do risk burnout that's one thing but it's also like the fun part of our lives motivates us to be more productive in the work part of our lives. And it's amazing that we forget that when we get into adulthood, right? Because of all the other things that we're responsible for. And it just is such a game changer. So I'm so glad that we talked about that because I think that is an integral part of one of the sessions, like specifically the energy session early on in the framework where Clients really discover that that sometimes missing piece in their lives affects their productivity and they never really connected the dots.
1: That's it. And then, actually, for me, um, realizing that and then putting into place, you know, I've already blocked out a bit of time to go on a summer holiday and we've blocked out time to go skiing next year, which we've never done before as a family. It's something I used to do when I was a lot younger um, before the accident, but I want to get back to doing right. And it's like now, there is a, a a reward almost. I get that dopamine hit of getting something completed. Right, I'm going to get these three things done today. Bang, bang, bang. Mm-hmm. Right, those are done. Now it's time to play on Call of Duty for a couple of hours or whatever it might be because you've earned it rather than just Meandering your way through the day or whatever it might be. So yeah, that's yes. that, intentionality, that really right? Being that's more intentional
0: it. the way we live our lives every day. And I think that's another breakthrough as well. So yeah. tell tell my listeners a little bit about your journey now, like your personal stuff, because this was a big connector for us as coach yeah. and client. Because for those who don't know, I am Canadian, I am originally from the Ottawa. Area. I was actually born and bred in the city of Ottawa and soon to move back to the Ottawa Valley. And you're from the UK, if people didn't get the accent yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but tell them like that big connector that we had. And I mean, I think it kind of helped our coaching relationship because we always had that thread. Yeah,
1: that's it. So uh, my wife, um, we've been married for 10 over 10 years, no, just over 10 years now. And um, my wife's got some family in Ottawa, aunts and uncles in Ottawa. And we used to come and visit them every six to 12 months or so. And um, we've always loved it. And about when we first got married, we actually looked at buying um, a house in Ottawa and we didn't for whatever reason at the time it wasn't a good time right there's never a good time and that's the thing there is never a good time there's never a right time to make these kinds of decisions and make these moves and um i just had the accident um and uh, it, we were at actually looking back the perfect place to make that decision then but it's easier to stick with what you know and safer mm-hmm. to stick with what you know and i get that sometimes we have to but actually if you want to make that change make that change right and um you know, through the discussions you and I had throughout the coaching um, course, Nat and I thought long and hard about it, and um, we just said, "You know what? There is there is not there is not going to be a good time. There's not going to be the right time to do this. Um, so let's just get it done." So uh, Nat applied to go to university in Canada. She got a, she's just been offered a place at Algonquin College, and uh, and we are moving in five months time as of yes. doing this today so we found out last week and uh, and we are houses going on the market this week and um yeah Nat's got a place at uni the boys have got a place at school um lock stock and barrel we're gonna pack up and uh and fly out because what's the worst that could happen right um like we've not got loads of money we've not got loads of you know but we're just gonna come because you know what we'll make it work there the same as we've made it work here but yeah. rather uh give it a go than sit here and for another 10 years saying, Oh, maybe we should do that. Maybe we should do it. It's like, Nope, let's get ourselves in a position to go. Let's get it done. This is what we want. So let's do what we need to do to make it happen. And, uh, yeah. And that's, so that is a, a huge change that has come from, uh, you know, when we started yeah. a few months ago.
0: And it's really interesting because in, in further sessions in, in framework, um, Definitely talk to my clients about that too, right? Like, what do you want your legacy to be? What do you, you know, you don't want to have regrets at the end, right? So what are some of the things that you've always wished you could do, but you've held yourself back because of fear or because, you know, because it may not be the right time or whatever. And sometimes that's, that, that leads that client down that road, right? For you, you came into the session saying, Hey, this was one of our goals, but I think that goal really got legs during our session together as well. Like it became super reality. Cause first of all, I knew it was one of your goals. So I didn't let you let it go. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like I definitely did not let you let that go. Um, because I, I could, you had so many reasons why it was important to you. Um, and it was it was, even beyond not having family here and liking the city, it was building a life for your family too. And I remember that was your why, like we go back to that why, the catalyst to make, to take action. And that I feel was really what you discovered during that, our time together as well. Like you always knew you wanted to go, but Mm -hmm. now the reason why was way more in front of you And that sort of like, (laughs) you know, made it come to fruition. And like you said, it's like five months away, which is very exciting. That's
1: it. I mean, this time last year, you know, it was one of those things that we said we do. We we might do it one day. Oh, we'd love to do that. uh, As I think most people tend to do. Right. And um, yeah, I think it was, you know, Nat and I as well. um, Before you and I started um, the coaching relationship with each other, um, have both been quite ill um over the last couple of years and um and it's one of those that um you know we we didn't know whether the boys ultimately were going to be orphaned at some point right so um it was it was that level of of both of us being poorly and um and i think particularly one of the you know One of the things we set it as a goal. We I mentioned it as a goal at one of the first sessions. I think the very first session we had actually. Like, what would be the ultimate thing you could go and achieve and do with your life and blah. And I'm like, right, we've both been ill. We've both always said we want to go to Canada. It's like, okay, cool. How can we make that happen? I'm like, oh, well, by doing X, Y, and Z. And um, it's like, okay, cool. Let's make that happen then. Like, okay, cool. And and that's kind of what we worked on. And um, and then, because everything falls into place, right, once you realise that why which was building a better life and legacy and more opportunities for the kids and things like that than we've got here um, where we are right now in England in particular. And um, yeah. And it was just those, that switch flicking. And and I think literally you asked one of the questions in one of the sessions was that whole, if you were looking back on your life now, what would be the thing that you would look back on and think, I wish I'd given that a go or I wish I'd tried that. I wish, you know, what would you want that to be and i was like well we want to be in we want to be in canada right that would be the one that would be the big regret like we've tried and done most other things and and that's the big thing that we haven't achieved so um, yeah so that was it then when the uh, when he set, sent us off on a mission to make it happen and uh, and, and it has so uh, well you
0: wanted it to happen and i think that's did. the magic yeah. right and um and it's interesting how that kind of like took wings It it really took on its own life and always, I think an important part of the coaching journey for a coach who is like really engaged in the process with their client is they don't let that stuff go for their client because sometimes you need that, right? You just need somebody to go, Hey, I heard you say this. Now I want to remind you again, (laughs) and how are you doing towards that? Because we get busy, right? Or we put things off. Because we're, it's hard sometimes, it's hard to get over the hump. And I think that's why when you have that magic in a relationship with your coach, things start to really fall in place. Um, that's just my personal opinion as a coach and as a client, because as you know, Matt, I've shared this with you. I was a client as well, right? And I still have a coach. And it's, it's you just need sometimes someone in your in your corner. And that's how I see my coach who will go, Hey, guess what, Wendy, you said you wanted this. So what are you doing about it? (laughs) Because even coaches need coaches (laughs) because guess what we fall off too, because we have a lot of stuff going on in our lives as well. Um, So, you know, I think, if if you were to, you know, give advice to someone who was looking for the right match, because I think not every coach is for every client and vice versa. Right. Yeah. What would be your perspective? I could tell you what I look for as a coach for my clients. But as a client, what are some of the things that really made it work in the relationship that you had with me as your coach? Because you're going to get a different experience even using the same framework, depending on the coach. Right. So I'd love for you to share that. And it's not about working with me specifically, but what about that relationship is important for a client to look for?
1: I think um, someone potentially, if you, if you've got the opportunity and the option, do your research on the person that you are going to work with in the coaching circle to make sure that there is perhaps some similarity or or a hook that you can both <clears throat> excuse me work together on or or hold in common um i don't for us i mean there, there was the the really strange of serendipitous thing of the ottawa connection um as loose as that was at the beginning of the relationship but <clears throat> i think you get that instinct straight away right and not everyone is everyone's people um, we are all different. It's the variety you know, there's the bias of life and all that sort of stuff. But um, yeah, I think if I hadn't clicked with the person I was coaching with, um I wouldn't have got as much out of it as we certainly as we did. And that wouldn't have worked for me. That wouldn't have been a a useful, effective investment of my time more than mm-hmm. the money. Um, so I would have probably said, look, I don't think we're right for each other. And I think you can tell that quite quickly, generally, I would suggest, mm-hmm. particularly with the um, the framework that we were using and um, the experience you have and my kind of experience of working with lots of different people over the years. You can tell, right, almost straight away. So I think it's about being open and honest with yourself. Again, like this process only works if you're vulnerable and you're willing to throw yourself into it. And that actually, I think, comes from both sides, because I think you probably shared some things with me which you perhaps wouldn't have shared with anyone, or you know, not not many people at all. And um, and it is a it is an interesting relationship that you form and that bond that you form if you do gel together. But I can see that if you're not right for each other, then you wouldn't get the most out of it because you can't be vulnerable with someone that you don't trust or or like or or respect. And um, yeah, so I think does that answer the question? And that for absolutely me, would be the big thing.
0: absolutely. And I think you, you, you hit the nail on the head when you said, Matt, you know, really quickly, if you're connecting with that person, you'll, you should know that in the first session, if not by the second session. And I'm totally okay with that for my clients, by the way, in my in resolve coaching and consulting is like, if we're not a good fit, And usually I can get that on the discovery call. Like if I'm not a good fit for them, I can call it out then and I will refer them to someone else. But if the client in their first actual coaching session after our introduction feels like we're not a good fit, I'm okay with that because the reason I coach is to help people. It's not about me, right? So um, if I don't feel like they're going to be successful working with me specifically, I will let them know and if they don't feel like they're going to be successful working with me specifically i'm okay with it too it's not personal because it is their journey and yes. it's their investment and they got to get their money's worth like i think there is some value in putting money to it for sure because you don't you don't put in the work if you don't pay for it but if you're paying for it it's my job to be your connection and if if i'm not i'm okay with it Cause there will be the coach that that person needs for their needs. You know, I, I think that made sense. I kind of yep. said needs a lot there, but yes. <laughs> and I think the other thing we connected on specifically, Matt, is we're both entrepreneurs, right? So there was that connection as well. Yes, And that helped us in productivity big time.
1: It did. It well, did. helped and you I think in
0: productivity. It <laughs> did. Me. Well,
1: it probably helped you as well. Yeah, that's it. I think that's one of the things we found, right? Like I say, because we had that click, because we had that connection, um, it really did work and you know uh, i think it is one of those i was there to get a certain thing or things out of it but hopefully i think when you get that right it also helps whoever you you know whoever you're working with as well you there's always we're always learning right that's the whole point that i didn't get necessarily at the beginning behind this kind of self development journey is that actually you need to learn how to I almost had to learn how to learn again right and be open to learning again and once my brain switched on to that I think I mentioned it to you one time right I feel I felt I think we were about three or four sessions in and I remember saying like I feel as though I'm on this grassy meadow with the golden sun coming down and open the glass door and there's like oh my god there's another meadow beyond it that's like I didn't even know that was there oh and it smells better and it tastes better and all that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah. And I'm not like this, right? Like, yes, no, no. When You came <laughs> toasting, you, me, were definitely like, not, what?
0: you were definitely not into that, to that. And I think people need to know that about you. Like, you know, I'm very woo woo and people, I, I tell my clients that like, I'm super woo woo, but you came in, like you said, skeptical. You are very like, uh, pragmatic. That's a good word, right? Very yep. practical, very logical. And then you're like talking about meadows and sunshine yes. and smells and like but
1: Wendy, what have more you intuitive? Done to
0: me? Yes, it's like, <laughs> but those things like it's they're all in us, right? And I think that's really interesting point that you made, Matt. Is like people label themselves a certain way, but through the coaching experience, like we all have all of those things in us, and so as you get coached those things start to open up in your, in your mm. psyche and your subconscious, like all the things. And it's, it's a really cool experience. It really yeah. is. It really right? was. It was,
1: uh, it was, it was, it's interesting and different and it was slightly scary at first, but yeah, it's you uh, no, it's really good. Cause I'm like, I'm like, I'm the physics guy, right? I'm the test pilot guy that does everything logically and has all his checklists and stuff. And I was like, oh my God, what have you done to me? But no, it's... So.
0: <laughs> Matt's all woohoo now. Oh God. And then Matt's like, who are you, Matt? Like you're a new yeah. man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it worked. Thank you.
0: Well, no problem. And I mean, I just think, you know, we're we're laughing about it now, Matt, but it's it, it really is interesting because I think that for some clients, that is their experience, right? They open up different sides of themselves. And I think that's what makes coaching so unique. And, you know, I love to share this too. You're starting your own coaching business too now. So let's talk a little bit about that. And let's promote that. Like I, that's what my podcast's all about. We're here to help other people like whatever journey they're on to like promote what they're doing. But this was really cool. You, you told me about this before we started recording and I want you to share what you're doing. what the next, you know, what's the next meadow for Matt? The
1: next, yeah, that's it. No, thank you. So, so yeah, so I, the business we created was, um, we started off in the the drone world when I left the military and uh, we saw kind of drones coming and, um, and we knew that there were going to need to be licenses and certificates for them. And with my background in full size kind of manned crewed aviation, um, we could see that there was going to be a potential for an interaction, right? Between someone flying their drone as a toy in the same place that I was flying my helicopters and fast jets at low level, the same place as my friends now are flying their fast jets around. Um, and we all have families and we all want to go home. And I had a, a bird strike in Iraq um, in 2010. Um, we I was flying at low level at night on goggles and massive explosion inside our aircraft. And everyone thought I'd been, we'd everyone thought we been hit by a rocket-propelled grenade and that I'd been blown clean out of the aircraft. Um, there was a hole where I was, um, all the glass had you know shattered everywhere everyone was covered in blood and no one could get me on the intercom and um luckily for me we hadn't hit an rpg or been hit by an rpg um a pigeon had come a seagull had come through the window and hit me in the face or it hit me in the chest and the face and broke my ribs broke my body armor knocked me unconscious and i was flying the aircraft at the time right so luckily when we're doing those kind of jobs the we always fly with a co-pilot who is also kind of equally skilled if you like Um, and he in this instance took control landed the aircraft and um, i woke up in hospital um kind of a day later and um and that's the kind of damage that a drone could do to an aircraft at low level right so my mission has been to teach people and do the public speaking circuit that that is the problem that is the this is the thing that people need to realize yes you're flying a toy drone around but if someone comes along in a fast jet or a helicopter at low level and collects it the energy involved is is unimaginable um it's quite strange um so that's why i've spent eight years teaching people right and uh, we've built that into the biggest drone training school in europe um and we teach we've taught tens of thousands of people and now moving on from that i now have set up a mentor in school so we take people who've got their certificates and we show them then how to build a business but a big part of that journey is actually self kind of development it's personal development it's learning about yourself as i've done with you um, and it kind of opened my eyes up to that and i knew it was always something that i wanted to do i'd always done business mentoring and and guidance for people um because we've been successful in that world um in a number of different elements of it i was like no since since we finished i'm like no i need to do this right i um, i have I have felt the call in my, my meadow side has been opened and um, felt the calling. So now, yeah, I've created a, a framework and um and I'm and I've started to load people onto that within the, the kind of aviation world and the drone industry. And it's interesting because they're all they all kind of fit into a box. I hate pigeonholing people because I hate <laughs> being pigeonholed. But if you were to stuff a hole full of pigeon of people in the drone world and the aviation world, we're very similar and um we all go in the same hole. So yeah, so I've created a, a training program for us for, for people in that world, which takes them from basically on the journey that I went on, I suppose, but in a, in a slightly different, a different take on it because that's what that personality type needs. Yeah. And it's, and it's been really successful. We've been going on that side for a a couple of weeks now and we've got lots of people signed up to it already and um, lots of people asking to come on the next round. So yeah, it's uh, incredible. So again, you know, that wouldn't have happened had we not gone on that journey. And that's why I say, you know, that investment of I said it was 12 weeks, but it ended up being, it was 16 weeks. Wasn't it was it, 16 weeks. It? Yeah. Um, you know, that investment of time, you know, spending that hour together every week for 16 weeks is quite, it, it's quite a lot. It comes around fast as well. You're like, Oh, it's training again. It's coaching again. Um, when you do all the homework and the pre-work and bits and pieces, if you throw yourself into it, it's a lot. And then, you know, it, it, it isn't cheap, right? Let's face it. But mm-hmm. you are paying for that expertise and that guidance and that, and that time. And like I say, I wish I'd done it sooner because we have, I think, well, in just launching my own coaching program since we've finished, um, I've probably done 10 times the amount that we that it cost me to come and come and join you. So yeah, yeah if you're thinking about it, get off the fence.
0: <laughs> get off the fence I love. Get that. off the fence and having yeah. discovery
1: call. Oh my yeah. god.
0: <laughs> but you know what's what's super interesting because this is really like it just hits my heart hard when you said now you're coaching others because now we have created a ripple effect, right? And it started with you and started with you and me. And, but it's rippling into the aviation industry where you can help people, like you said, in your um, zone of genius, let's call it that. (laughs) But it is about discovering that it's more than the, the drone and the technical side. Now you're opening up the human side. Of being in that industry as well. And so very important that you share all of your businesses on this podcast so people know where to find you, Matt. Um, so over to you, and I know you're gonna send me the links as well because we want people to, you know, know about you and what you do. And who knows, somebody who flies a drone might need your expertise. So, where can people find you?
1: So it's uavhub.com. Um is the training school that we currently own. And then uh mentor.com is that's where people can find me moving forwards. Um, I'm moving away from the UAV hub side of things, but that is the that's the school that we created. Um and yeah, the drone mentor is uh, that, that's who I am. That's my new that's the new me, the new Meadow Mat.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. That's <laughs> yeah, the new Meadow Mat, which is fantastic. So as always, I just want to thank you so much for joining me today, Matt. And I'm just so glad the universe put us together um, back, you know, months ago. It was probably six months ago when we first started working together. Um, and you know, I always say the universe gives you what you need when you need it. It's one of my favorite sayings. And the universe gave you, you, me, but more importantly, the universe gave me you. I don't know if I said that correctly. I think I meant it the other <laughs> way. <laughs> yes, but either way, I think that that connection is going to be something that we're going to have a long term in our lives. We've talked about that already. Um but it has been a pleasure um to work with you as your coach Matt, but more importantly to have you on my podcast today so that you could share your journey and your experience through the coaching framework that um I use specifically, um, but I can't say enough. And uh, the other thing, too, I would recommend for clients is look for testimonials, right? So you should be able to find your coach on the Internet, either on their website with testimonials, either on their Google business page, whatever it is, because it really is real testimonials from real clients. And that can help you choose the right coach for you. Um, And I know. Matt, you're going to have a ton of them from your group too, so that those people will find you as well. So thank you again. Have a wonderful rest of your week and be sure guys to look Matt up on the Drone Mentor. Hey friends, be sure to subscribe to the Living Life with Wendy podcast, and you can also follow me on my other social platforms. I can be found on the World Wide Web at www.wendybowman.com, on Instagram as Coach Wendy Bowman, on Facebook at Resolve Coaching and Consulting, and finally on YouTube as Wendy Easton Bowman. I want to thank you again for joining me on Living Life with Wendy. Now go out there and live your best life.